0: Talk Live. We're here once again on our second segment. We're so happy that we're able to get do this podcast and have all of our listeners join in with us. Well, I'm going to introduce myself once again for those who are not familiar with who I am. I am V, And
1: I'm Smiles.
0: Hey girl, how you doing? Hey, hey how are you? I am what? so good. We are happy that we are able to listen in as we discuss today's topic. Are you ready to discuss our topic, Coping Through COVID?
1: Yes, I am, and I'm sure our listeners are ready too.
0: Yes, yes. So on this topic today, we will share our experiences and those of others who were able to submit and share their experiences with us. So with that being said, Uh, Smiles, you want to dive in and share what you have experienced through COVID this past year?
1: Yes, so we know this March marks the year since we've been dealing with COVID. And honestly, at the beginning, I was in shock, (laughs) just complete shock, because we had to change our entire lifestyle. To cope with cope through COVID, um, it was scary. I'm gonna be honest, I was scared. Like just to be around other people, wanted to stay as safe as possible, um, making sure I, my loved ones were safe, and just being uh, going through the shutdown of everything. Not able, just having to go to the grocery store, the essential places. Mm-hmm are also challenging and as like netta b you'll you'll soon learn this about her but she loves to dance as much as i do so not being able to go step and i could talk about that all day i my kitchen had become my dance floor yes
0: ma'am yes and you know when you brought up stepping you know you know that's my pastime. i love stepping and you know when in the the days of past we used to bop and not step so uh i started learning how to do the structured step which was the eight chicago style eight count stepping and chicago six count so um my one of my friends my one of my dear friends he used to bop, you know, used to bop in the past. And then he started during the eight count, he got really, really good with it. Then he started teaching me, you know, he was like, okay, come on out here and let's dance. And I'm like, sure. And it's just, dancing just relieves stress. You know, it relieves so much stress. And I know one of the songs that I've been um, thinking about with COVID, um, one of his songs that he really, really, really liked was um, We're Almost There by Michael Jackson. And this was a song that, you know, it just speaks to you trying to um, go through life and keep on stepping, keep on stepping through life, no matter what happens to you, no matter what comes about with this COVID situation, we have to keep on stepping. And I just want to read a verse from the song. It says, no matter how hard times may seem, don't give up. Our plans don't give up our dreams, those broken bridges can turn us around, but what we are searching for can still be found because we're almost there. Just one more step, don't give up because we're almost there. We've come too far to turn around, so keep on reaching for higher ground. And that is something that I just always think about, you know, and I'm glad he introduced me to that song. But I didn't know Michael Jackson made that song in 1975. I really didn't know. I, I didn't either. I didn't yeah. either. It's I don't like, think I've heard it before. You'll have to share it with us.
2: Yeah, it's from
0: yeah. his Forever Michael album. And I can play it for you, but uh, expert of it, just for people to know what song I'm talking about. And, I am not know if you So that's one of the songs that really gives me motivation, you know, especially when I'm stepping. Man, I just hit that wood, and we just get in. So.
1: <laughs> right, right. I, I, I now I've heard it now, but I guess I didn't pay attention to Michael's voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's funny that you picked the Michael Jackson song. <laughs> oh my gosh Don't say one because twins. I picked the Michael Jackson song. Okay, the, Jackson, so one of the
0: twins activate
1: <laughs> for real. Because I picked the Jacksons talking about the good times. Oh, I love it. Because I I am a social butterfly. I like to host events. I like to hug a lot. So I was not able to do that in the beginning of COVID during the, when the pandemic started. So uh, just thinking about the good times. Good times, getting together, going to church, having parties. Um hugging one another.
0: Yeah. You know, you gonna play a good expert for us? I know we all kind of know the song and heard the song, but you know. Uh let me see. Yeah, we might want to hear a little melody about the good times. Oh, uh, that was one of his classic songs. Yep, so. While she's looking for the song, we can hear a little bit of the melody. You know, we're so happy that we had people and our listeners to submit some of their stories to us. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit about some of what others have experienced through COVID, you know. I know others have songs as well, you know, mood songs. Like we were talking about in our first segment, our first podcast, we were talking about how songs change your mood, you know how they move you. You know, you could be happy one moment, you could be sad another, you know, man, I'm telling you, it's just what those songs do to us. You know, and I, I listen to a lot of gospel too. Gospel really helps move me, especially when I want to be motivated. So you exactly. ready to
1: I am ready. Here we go. Yes, yes, the good yes. times, the good yes, times. Good time. And gospel always has a place in my heart. Like mm-hmm. I wake up listening to gospel, going to sleep, listening to gospel. And that could be its own episode. We can.
0: <laughs> you know what? I get a little, you not know, get tensed up or something's going on. And, you know, sometimes we go into overload with everything that we do and we have on our plates, you know, being mothers, being wives, being, you know, being all that. Man, sometimes you just get tired and you get overwhelmed, and you just want to just leash, lash out. And I know one time talking about my crazy husband, he told me, he "said you know what, I'm gonna put on you some gospel music so you can get yourself together." I You know, and I am like, man, every little thing he did irked my nerves, and I was like, maybe it's not, it's not him, it's me, it's me feeling the stress and the pressures, you know. So yeah, I put on that gospel music and man, I get to praising around the house and just enjoying myself, just me and God and, and just having a good time.
1: Yeah, it keeps us centered, you know, it grounded, it grounds us. We know we are uh, both women of faith. So we do know where our help comes from. Even we need a little reminder, you know. Yes. Uh, but the the thing about you, you mentioned being with your husband and that was something we had to deal with being in the house 24 seven with our family. And it was like getting to know them on, from a different side, mm-hmm. like, you know, them, but you go to work and you come home and you have dinner, you go to sleep, but it was 24 seven. It was finding your own space. Mm hmm. Um, so I'm blessed enough where I could spread out and go to a different room, but some of the people I know weren't that fortunate to be able, especially the ones that have to homeschool their children. So yeah, yeah, that was a whole learning process. Mm -hmm. Um, getting out of the habit of going to the places, oh, the things we take for granted. Oh, I can just run to this place or I, those things you have to really plan out. It's not anything that you could just say, do it on a, on a spurs moment. You had to really be strategic in your planning during this pandemic.
0: You sure did. And you know, you had mentioned having fear of doing just the normal activities that we're used to doing. Right. And you know, God didn't give us the spirit of fear, you know, the, the feeling of fear. He just gave us love and a sound mind and, man, I have always talked about your mind when it comes to stressors or the activities that's going on around you. You have to keep your mind in order. Because if you keep your mind in order and you start telling yourself, I can't make it, I can't do this, you know, um, this is not going to work for me or I'm not going to be able to go on, then that's, those feelings get inside of you and you start fulfilling those things. you then, or you say, I'm sick, I don't feel good. Well, if you keep saying you're sick, you're going to be sick. You know, you have right. to give yourself some good asp- aspirations, you know, um, affirmations. You know my it's words. We speak nada, remember? <laughs> we we do. You know, you know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> affirmations, girl, affirmations. We have to speak goodness and and, and faith into ourselves. We can't keep feeding our minds negativity because we can't walk around like that. You know, and that's what this COVID did. COVID gave us a whole lot of things to think about negatively. Everybody was mad. Everywhere I went, in this grocery store, no matter where you think, they was mad. I mean, not per se mad at you, but mad at the situation, but they didn't know how to right. control their emotions, you know? Did right. you experience any of that?
1: um I wouldn't say it was anger I do feel like people were anxious very Mm -hmm. anxious um didn't want of course the six foot rule you know read the social distancing people were anxious like oh my goodness I'm so I'm I'm sorry I'm not I'm too close to you or I can't go in to the store because it's two extra people in there or they're not, the store isn't monitoring how many people, so they're not going in the store and getting the things they need for that reason. Uh, but even though people are anxious, I also believe people became extremely helpful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, reaching out to their family and friends and neighbors. Do you need me to pick something up for you? Do you need me to do anything for you? you need just that kindness. I feel like even though people were some people were angry, some people were anxious, but it was a level of people were thinking of others. So the selflessness took place too, and um, coping through COVID. Yeah, because they realized that they can't get rid of this um, by themselves. So if I can help somebody else, why not? We can get to where we need to be together. So
0: You're right. And I found that uh, when you say helping, you know, where I reside, there's a lot of food pantries, you know, there's food pantries around Mm -hmm. us. I would have never known where these food pantries were. Wow. until something like this happened and then they're sending out information and telling families you know this is where you can find the food pantry and I'm like wow okay that was right around the corner for me <laughs> And you know I did All not right. know that and so what we started doing was you know I started looking in my cabinet I started looking at things that I bought you know I kind of shop in bulk sometimes and mm-hmm. you know, having a Sam's or a Costco card girl. Okay. I, just, well, I don't even need it. i just <laughs> it just piled up and i'm like you know what i don't like you know clutter so mm-hmm. let me get stuff out of here and, you know one day my husband came home he was like where all our food where <laughs> I'm yeah. like, you know, i said look people are at need it's only you know two of us let's get some food together put it in some bags and let's you know donate to people who, who are in need so that's what like you said the kindness that's Mm-hmm. A lot of things that I've seen too worse the kindness and I've seen a lot of um, younger people you know I, I don't know from my end you know helping elderly you know people are doing things like that so right. that was really a promising situation
1: I agree it, I agree I I also believe that people just really went out of their way to go to different areas to shop. Oh. <laughs> they went to different areas to shop. So it was, you were seeing new faces and, oh, or when you go back to your regular place of shopping, like, oh, we missed you. So you, you went out, consider yourself being safe. But when you came back to where you usually shop, people miss that, miss that contact with you. So that's,
0: that was good too. You know, it's when you're shopping, like I went to Walmart and this one, the pandemic was like maybe three months in the pandemic. Uh And started seeing these different lines trying to get into Walmart. We never had a line getting in Walmart or a lot of the other stores. And, you know, we're not in a climate that really... (laughs) no really good you know i'm not in the comments really good especially when it's cold outside you know uh when the cold is his you don't want to stand outside you don't want to stand but that was the protocols they had you know that's what you had to do right masking up and putting on your gloves you know running out of toilet paper omg i just can't understand that toilet
1: paper paper towels and bottled water yeah what People were hoarding them because they were they were fearful.
0: And then after a few months after, you know, things started coming just down a little bit, people were trying to take return all that stuff at the store. And I'm like, I would have penalized these people for trying to, you know, return two buggies full of paper towel. Really? Right. What do you really have in your house. Or maybe they're just selling it. You know, a lot of people made profit off of it. Right. And that's sad. I do know. Because I saw people who were making masks and this and that. They were charging all this money. And I'm like, you know, you should be helping your fellow man, not trying to charge them for this. If you have leftover materials or whatever, just donate. Right.
1: It was people price. I mean, these little convenience stores, they were price gouging. A a regular roll of paper towels that may have cost 99 cents was like uh, two, three dollars and yep. you know the store brand toilet tissue was probably almost twice the amount it normally cost. So I know they the um government wanted to know who was doing that. I if I saw it,
0: I was like, mm-hmm, I I told. <laughs> well, you told you not uh, I'm I, I'm not the one to tell it you heard it from me. no no yeah yeah <laughs> So you you heard, heard you heard it from me. <laughs> you know what they say about snitches.
1: Hey. <laughs> if I'm if I'm helping somebody save some money because people and and they were doing it in our communities. It it wasn't right. So
0: true that was not right. No. So what kind of hobbies did you come up with or you know during the covid? I know it, it is some bad things that went on with COVID, but it was some good advantages out of this. You yeah,
1: know. I agree. I I did, I bought a keyboard. Um, my yeah. son and I started a keyboard lessons, So that was one thing. Nice. Um, we actually started eating our meals together more often. Not a hobby, but a, a good habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started making jewelry, you know, little trinkets and stuff like that and I probably rearranged my closet
0: 10 times since COVID (laughs) (laughs) you're right you know I was looking in my closet through COVID and I was like I'm not going anywhere you know and then I was like I'm used to shopping online shopping or shopping at the store for shoes you know I'm a shoe fanatic right yes so I'm like, man, I need another pair of shoes. I did, however, go and buy a couple of pair of shoes. And they're just still in the box, like, waiting on me to wear them. I'm right. like, Where am I actually going? You said they, when things open up, I'm wearing these shoes. Right. I so in the summertime, I'm going to have me some boots on. Because that's what I bought. <laughs> bought me a pair of boots. They on. wear boots in the, in the summer with their shorts. I do Hey, it, it'll be a fashion statement exactly you setting a new trend girl go ahead yeah there you go that's what we gonna
1: do you you talked about shopping online that was that was a bad um habit that mm-hmm. i i bought i was buying groceries online i amazon i should all stock in amazon uh i probably order something three times a week from amazon like oh i can order this, and oh i can order that so yeah, i pray my deliverance i'm still working on it
0: <laughs> yeah but even when we were uh ordering packages i know i had order from one particular store that i love you know with the fragrances and the lotions and stuff and i was just ordering i ordered it for me i ordered it for my mom i ordered from a friend i ordered it for like people i was just like hey, let me just spend some money and order this stuff. It took them so long to get their packages because of COVID. You mm-hmm. so know the mail system, the um shot, the shipping systems—they went down, and I was like, "OMG!" You know, they're like, "Did you? When did you send it?" And I'm like, "I sent it. I sent it. Just hold on. I, I can't control what's you going can't on. Control the mail. I sure can't. you call it snail mail for a reason." <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I had um, some of my advantages with COVID That Mm -hmm. was I actually started to finish my MBA, which I finally did. And an ovation. I wish Mm. I could sing Rihanna, but you know,
1: y'all would not listen anymore. So, (laughs) but kudos to you. you. Congratulations, B. Thank you.
0: Thank you, honey. And just finding my niche, you know, um, on what I like to do, what what motivates me, what makes me want to, you know, do what I do. And so that's why I started my Netabies On It blog. And I'm excited about that, which will be launching soon. Yeah, it'll yes. probably be out next. It's, it's launching. It's probably, it'll probably be out by the time this, you know, people listen to the podcast, but it's just exciting to be able to know your strengths, know your abilities and know your skills. And then be able to use that, you know, as a niche. And you're like, wow, I don't even have to work hard at this. It's because I already know this. And for anyone out there trying to figure out what they need to do, how they need to progress in their lives, just whatever you're good at, try to make that happen. You know, Mm -hmm. try to make that happen. Some people say, I want to be a graphic artist and have no creativity at all. (laughs) but you know there's nothing that you can't do you can go to school for graphic artists you can go to you know school is is wonderful and and as a lifetime learner i'm going to always want to learn because no matter how old you are you're going to learn exactly you're going to learn and then slowing down to evaluate things around me like you know how we were talking about how we have to now know our family you know we know them like you said Mhm. Really know them. Really
1: know them. them
0: all the time. And but that was a good thing I believe because the fast-paced life makes you move around so fast without sitting still sometimes. And when that slowed us down with this covid, I started saying, you know what? We need as a family to get together. And so we started scheduling game nights. And you know mm-hmm. I, I love to play games. And make up my rules as we go. And uh, <laughs> no my eyes, it's my eyes in agreement. <laughs> and you know, I just started having a good time with my family, even for on video, you know. Who would have known that we would have been using these video platforms as much as we do? You know, I would use it for my job, but did we were we going to really use it for our family? And that kind of opened my eyes. What did you think about that? I think so too. I, people that you
1: don't typically get to see that live in other states, we got to see each other more often. We we were intentional. It was intentional. It was like oh, it wasn't by happenstance. We were intentional about okay, let's stay connected because we know we know you know no day is promised, but if we can make the best of the moments we have together, you know, it's great. We're grateful for that. And um, we also, you know, we both, we are co-founders of a, pod, of a book club. We were able to stay connected with our members mm-hmm. by keeping our meetings every month virtually. So it was an adjustment, you know, to do that because we are used to being together, the ones that are local, mm-hmm. but did we continue? Yes. And we grew. We even grew in the midst of COVID. So grateful mm-hmm. for that. Yeah.
0: And not even that, we even had our holiday party over yes. the virtual platform, which was so fun. Who would have known we would have all had that much fun? Our, our our virtual
1: and our diva audience, we had virtual. Yes. So we stay connected and
0: like we were in the same room. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> something. It's like, it's crazy how, you know, this whole thing changed things like working from home or if you're working, you know, you work from home, you don't have to go into the office all the time or splitting your time mm-hmm. in the office and at home, you know? And I don't know, you know, a lot about people learning platforms or if they even know how to use the platform. But I noticed that my some of my family members who weren't used to this video thing you know, just a couple of of times trying to help them get on, trying to, you know, troubleshoot their system with them. Now they're using it more often, more frequently. They're like, come on, let's get on Zoom. Let us get on this." Like, okay. You know, so I'm an Android person. Okay, I'm gonna give this, say this. I am not an iPhone person. I am not. I am, I'm an Android person. What they call them? A droider or whatever you call it. (laughs) And I just was so against getting the uh, I, uh um, iPhone. But my son, he was like, Ma, I can FaceTime with you more better quickly with an iPhone. So he made me get an iPhone, literally delivered it to my house. And I'm like, really? So I guess I'm getting the iPhone now, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, but I have to say I'm learning it a little bit more than I used to have one before I like, went for work, but I just, you know, I just I'm, I'm a droider. and iPhone, but I like it now because I'm able to do that and FaceTime my grandkids, you know, my son my my mom and my brother, everybody. So, that helps. Yeah,
1: I'm the same. I've had an Android all my uh, smartphone life, I guess, and now I have an iPhone. So, it is something to get accustomed to. There's a lot of, as my son said, it's a lot of benefits to having an iPhone. I've, I think I still love the Droid too, but we'll see. Easier to me. No, 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 no uh, harm to the iPhone
0: lovers, <laughs> right? But old school. I'm gonna tell you, I'm old school. I want to just get on the phone, get my text, get my call, and keep it moving, or get on the internet for a minute. Minute, watch YouTube for a second. You know, I don't want to capture the no tech stuff with an iPhone. I really don't.
1: Uh, I use this phone for everything. Everything. It is my it is literally my walk-in laptop. So I mm-hmm. I do appreciate it. Uh I do appreciate the convenience. And sometimes you're like, oh, what happened to my phone? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> and I our phones have our technology has become our friends during this time. Mm-hmm. So what? Where would we be able to to do if we did not have it during COVID? Right, we can't look. People don't want to open their doors anymore. Like, can I can I use your phone? You know, type thing. That maybe one day we'll get there, but we're not there now. Yeah, we're, and
0: I know the older um, the older community. You know, I have to say that they've been a little bit were more cautious, you know, a lot cautious, because first of all, immune systems, you know, you have to make sure the immune system is, is up to par.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I was banned from seeing my mom for a while from her, because I'm like, wow, when am I going to be out of punishment? You know, because she's <laughs> like, no, you can die. I'm not at nobody here. You know, it's like, wow, you know, mom, I want to see you, but you can't because of COVID. And I understand her position, you know, I understand what she had to go through and my aunt, you know, she's up in age and then like, nope. Nope. uh uh-uh. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do a drive-by hook. Just outside, open my arms and say I love you and keep it going. You know, what else can I do? You right. Know? Did you experience that?
1: Um of course, of course I experienced it. Uh but I made I was intentional about making calls and checking on them constantly. And you mentioned drive-bys. Let's talk about how parties and celebrations changed because of COVID. Where people were doing drive the parades. My son graduated from eighth grade, and very historic moment. They they did a drive-by parade. They had a virtual graduation. They weren't able to take their trips. Uh, that was a, that was a sad part but they were still able to have that celebration and wow I'm I, I like these things are so innovative people are now spending more money on party decorations outside of their home mm-hmm. to celebrate whatever occasions come up yeah so, yeah. yeah and also also being being mindful of okay do i really who who can i really invite to this celebration who have you know who's been respecting the the covid guidelines and making sure they're staying safe you know so a, a lot but i i am a hugger so the the air hugs are uh challenging <laughs> for me but you know of course you get an elbow bump right, <laughs>
0: right. exactly and you, We were talking about drive-bys and my nephew actually is graduating from high school um, next month, I believe, no, in May. He's graduating in May, but they're actually doing a drive-by um, graduation. And I was wondering, I said, well, how is a drive-by graduation where the cars are literally going step-by-step? you know, following each other. And then when their name is called, they get out the car, they go get their diploma and walk across the street and come right back and get in the car. I said, this is has to be the most, I said, I'm, I, I just can't believe we're at this point and at this stage in our lives.
1: Right. Right. Um, I know we're talking about celebrations and special occasions, but we also have to remember the people who lost their lives in COVID and um, I've experienced loved ones and fam- friends that have succumbed to the virus and uh, my niece working in healthcare, how she spent out hours and hours um, working the front lines and have to come home to her family and change in a garage so she didn't bring any of her clothes in there. Just, just that challenge and how even though the, the death rates were high, the survival rates are high too. So thank mm-hmm. thank you to everyone who worked on the front lines and uh, all the essential workers, because if it wasn't for you, you know, we wouldn't be able to, to speak about through COVID.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to read an excerpt from one of our listeners who yes. submitted a story on... Covid and their experience. Um, our listener T Porter, she reported that unfortunately, I did have I had some family and friends that were either exposed and are now doing well, or that fought for their lives while being placed on a ventilator, but passed away. Not to mention having to deal with my own personal grief as I had to bury both of my parents a year apart. Whose deaths were not COVID related most recently, but her father passed away in December. And she said that she, since COVID, you know, happened to do the CDC guidelines because she is a healthcare worker. She said that, you know, it was always uh, stressful for her family, knowing that, you know, she has to go back into the job and she didn't know if she's gonna be exposed unknowingly or affecting her loved ones when she got home. So, like you were saying, your daughter work on the you know front lines and in, in, in healthcare, you know, it's hard because I just couldn't fathom the thought of having to go through that situation, you know, and being nervous about coming home to affect my family.
1: Right. Yeah. My niece, she was, she has two small children oh, and yes. two. Sorry. Oh yeah, no worries. Yeah. Two small children and plus her niece and nephew and her husband. So mm and she wasn't able to see her mom because of their because of plays age factor and what she was doing and she has such a passion for healthcare so it wasn't something she even second thought about doing she volunteered to work those front lines when people weren't not able to get there so yeah just 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 to know that all the all the work that was done to make sure we get on the other side and i feel like
0: we're close I, you know almost there just one more step <laughs> one, one more step mm-hmm. one more step yeah moving on it's all we can do you know um what about feeling putting your self-care first now like let's talk about self-care a little bit um during COVID, i know that i've noticed I had time now to do some of the things that I needed to do where I wouldn't have had time to do them otherwise, you know, without COVID. So I'm talking about scheduling of outpatient surgery for my ankle, you know, getting that redone, getting that together. And I, I just didn't see the time to schedule that while things were not COVID related, you know. Right. Um, I was in fear you know, uh, getting, going in to get the surgery because I didn't know what to expect, you know. I had to take a COVID test, of course, before my surgery. And after my surgery, you know, before my surgery, I I just just prayed and I just prayed, you know, do my gospel just to give me that motivation to get in and that, you know, assurance that I know that God got me, you know, no matter what. And it was just good that I made that time to schedule it I had the time to schedule it and and I I just was appreciative about that you know so that is something that came out of you know COVID and I'm not saying that COVID is good for us it was not but just having time for self-care you know mm-hmm. to reflect mm-hmm. on you, you know
1: I, I think COVID allowed us to reset it was mm-hmm. really to reset and to like you were saying earlier about a, a mindset. Gave us a new, you know, a new mindset on how to do things. And, and self-care was critical because if you're not taking care of your body, you may be more susceptible to getting the virus. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you were, I think it's important to do that. I think self-care was and still is important. So making sure you're re- being hydrated rest oh my goodness rest played such an important part sleep sleep helps heal your body Mm -hmm. so if you felt I heard people saying well I'm just sleeping so much I feel bad about it but that's healing you your body tells you when you need to rest and it's okay to do so so I have to give myself permission to say it's okay to to sleep for seven and a half hours or eight hours and i'm gonna be honest i do go to work I'm, I'm on a hybrid schedule so i go in the office two to three times a week but the days when i'm not i sleep i get my rest i sleep and maybe i'll take a nap during my lunch break mm-hmm. so i'm getting the rest that i need so i can stay well from for me and most importantly and for others so I think it's great. Well, Thank let's you.
0: talk about how um, the virtual platform has changed work. You know, we I've seen so many videos on YouTube about office uh, meetings, meetings online where people were uh, not getting too adapted to the virtual platform where they were wearing all types of uh, boxer shorts that you know, on a on a commode. I mean, just doing things, which which will be funny a little bit of funny, but it was important to know. You know, some people just have to do an adapt to it. A lot of people don't are not used to working from home. A lot of people are used to going into the office, right? You know, so when all of that stopped, they were like, "Wait a minute! Now what do I do?" You know, uh, kids running behind you and you talking to your dogs barking, all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> Now they welcome your dogs to bark and your kids to talk. right? Because at first it was this scrutiny where, you know, you're professional. You have to be in front of us with, you know, nothing going on. But you have to understand we're at home now. You know, we're around family. Our kids are at home if you have young kids. Right. They're at home. So what do you do? Make them stand in the corner until you finish meeting? I don't know. You know, it's, it's it's a platform where it's it's, uh, virtual for everybody to be around. So I just was appreciative of all, looking at all the videos and people who posted it on YouTube because they were were just cracking me up. They have a compilation of those going on. (laughs) And I was just cracking up every time I saw them. I saw saw
1: some funny things happen on virtual meetings. People Mm -hmm. laying on the floor, laying in the bed, lights off (laughs) hear the toilet flushing Mm -hmm. now this was in the beginning now i feel like if people are still doing this that's because they want to they want somebody to make a youtube compilation of them (laughs) but in the beginning yeah i very very relaxed very relaxed videos <laughs> and i also heard from a colleague that she was on a video and a man was not
0: dressed oh no bare. oh no
1: yeah and this was in november so it was pretty fun into us uh, working virtually to not you know to know not to do that
0: yeah, those that have coffee mugs that have a full of liquor, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that was his drink of choice that day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I did has- a little bit more crafting going on, you know, our craft and, and pain. I started doing that, which was COVID-related, actually, because I started pulling out my sewing machine, and I started sewing, and I'm like, hey, you know, this is what I missed, because, like I said, when you're so busy, you don't remember all the crafts that you have, all of the, you know, all the things you can do to, for downtime, and right. now that we had the downtime, I was like, well, I do have a sewing machine, let me get that out, and I started creating new things, which was something good for me, you know, that that passed my time out away, so.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It it gave us opportunities to do a lot of positive things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to make some changes with ourselves. So, changes, hopefully, for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: so words of wisdom for today. What we yeah. Gonna, you know Yeah. I mean,
1: I do. I saw this post on Instagram. And I follow Kukawa Fitness, and it's one of the coaches from this fitness. Her name is Coach, Coach Cass. And she said here, and it, when I read it, it just resonated with me. It says, if you don't like the way something is in your life, change it. If you absolutely can't, then change the way you think about it. Try and train your mind to see the positive of everything, no matter what. When it rains, look for rainbows. When it's dark, look for stars. You are as happy as you choose to be. That's right. Yeah, I I felt like those words, one, you know, you think about nothing happens by mistake. So it was intentional that mm-hmm. I run across this Instagram post. And to stop and read it because sometimes you just scroll and you're like oh but i i read it and i i received everything that she said because it's true it's easy to focus on the bad but it takes a lot more to focus on the on the positive so that is uh that's what i took from that that, that pose positive mindset that goes back to our mindset what we were talking about earlier so
0: mm-hmm. yeah what do you have that to be i i just have you know is. This- an uh extension from the song that I played earlier. When mm-hmm. We're almost there. I just want people to know that we're getting there. You know, I, it's a lot of things going on and we're we're not sure of if when it's gonna all be over with. But we just want to like you said keep our minds sharp, keep ourselves together so that we'll know that we're reaching, reaching for high ground and we're gonna get there. So that's my word of using, you know, keep your mind in order. That's great. I, agree. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: I love that. And you're right. We are almost there.
0: Almost.
1: Almost there. One more step. One more step. but mm-hmm. well, this been this has been a great time together, Nettabee. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Always, always. And so... As we wrap up today's segment, we're going to introduce what we're going to talk about next week. And we're going to talk about how to stop saying yes when you want to say no. Yes, Lord. That's a mouthful. (laughs) And I, I hope you all stick around and check back in with us next week to listen to what we have to say about that. And we always... Uh, look for your feedback. And if you have anything you want to add to this conversation, please email us at divas talk live at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And until then,
0: talk to you late. later. Talk to you
1: later. Bye bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. And we are out. Bye.
2: Make you feel real good Been a thorn in your side You've been so misunderstood I'm here to make you